Welcome to MindMeld by Developer Town, where leading experts share their insights on emerging tech topics. Hey everybody, it's uh, Adam Yale from Developer Town. Today we're going to talk about design ops. So design ops is nothing new. It's it's been around in different versions for a long time. So why is everybody talking about it now all of a sudden? Well, over the past couple of years, the size, workload, and impact of design teams are scaling at unprecedented levels. And with all the advances in tools and efficiencies in design thinking right now, uh, teams have now been able to take a closer look at their entire process. Thus, you get the rise of design ops as a formal practice. So design ops has quickly gained traction with product teams as of lately. Uh, because they're finding that streamlining the design process is having positive ripple effects in development and the overall production vision. So what is design ops? Well, if you're looking for a definition of design ops today, it's a, it's a bit of a moving target. It also depends on your organization's focus. But generally, you'll find two different points of view. The design point of view is design ops is essentially the practice of making the design process more efficient or the practice of reducing operational inefficiencies in design workflow through process and technological advancements. Then there's the business point of view, which is the practice of integrating the design team's workflow into the company's larger development context. I think it's, it's a combination of both these. So design ops is the practice of making the design process more efficient, blending the gap between front-end design and development in order to more efficiently meet business goals and free up designers as well as developers to do their best work. And don't think of design ops as a, as a strict set of rules. It's more of a list of potential areas of the process to focus on optimizing uh, based on your organization's needs. So design ops covers a lot of ground, but I'm going to break it down into four general areas today. Uh, number one is the design process. So it establishes a clear process of design delivery. It decides who needs to see the work and when. Um, it helps unify design language across platforms. Uh, think design systems. Uh, the unified language helps designers achieve consistency across all platforms. Very important for product teams going forward. And it also builds a process that would optimize designers' day-to-day -day workflow and helps maximize engagement and reduce duplicated efforts. Number two is team culture. So when it comes to team culture and design ops, um, recruiting the right designers to fit your organization and complement your team is very important. Onboarding new designers to your process, your tools, and your workflows for your organization. Um, making sure your team is happy, making sure your designers want to come in every day doing their best work, making sure they're motivated. And most importantly, design ops in relation to team culture helps free up designers so they can concentrate on design work instead of details like budgeting and hiring. The next section is design tools. So the design tool revolution has been a big driver for design ops. Better tools mean more capability for designers, means more options for designers, means more possibilities for what designers can create. Um, design ops is important here because it helps put guardrails on, on what needs to get done with all those potential possibilities. Um, at DT, we love tools. 
We share tools, we test tools, we sign up for tools only to find out that we signed up for them last year when they were in beta and already have an account. Um, design helps, helps determine what tools are more efficient for the job. Uh, from ideation to creation to handoff, the tools are always evolving. Over the past couple of years, I mean, our stack has evolved drastically from the olden days of Photoshop to Sketch, and then from using Sketch to Envision for prototyping, Zeppelin for handoff, and now we're really loving Figma for design, prototype, and handoff. So, sorry Sketch, but you always have a special place in our heart. Uh, the tools we're most excited about right now, though, are the ones that are coming up um, that promise to help blend that gap between design and development using components. Um, yeah, we're not too far off from that becoming a reality. The last section we'll talk about is design culture. So design culture is a key element that keeps design teams happy and healthy. Culture is very important. One component of a healthy design team is members generously sharing knowledge with each other, helping each other level up and learn new skills. Um, it's not uncommon for designers on, on my team to be texting me at midnight about the latest tools or techniques that we've found because we're, we're just that passionate about our practice. Uh, design Ops also helps figure out what skills are missing in a design team and how to gain them. As your team evolves or as your product evolves, you need new new tools, new practices. Uh, design Ops helps identify those. And last but not least is retention. Creating an environment in which people want to stay for longer periods of time and want to do their best work helps reduce turnover and keep great talent in-house. So that is Design Ops in a, in a very, very tiny nutshell. Um, coming soon to a product team near you. That concludes this episode. If you want more real-life insight and cutting-edge tips, go to developertown.com. Also, if there's a topic you'd like us to explore, reach out to us at mindmeld@developertown.com, and we'll run it down for you. Thank you so much for listening.